Hi, welcome back to Attack of Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy podcast where I try to complete every single Final Fantasy game using Attack only. My name is Pete and this is the conclusion to Final Fantasy 3. So last time we discovered that a powerful summoner called Noah split his power between three people, Zande, Un and Doga. Uh, we got the Nautilus, which is a new airship, and we got to explore a new continent called Dalug. So that is where we head. As I'm exploring this new continent, I find Dorga's house. So I have a little look. When we step inside, we're ambushed by Moogles. Dorga stops them from doing any damage to us and recognises that the crystals have chosen us to be the warriors of light. He tells us how Zande was dissatisfied with the magic Noah left him, and he used the earth crystal to cause the earthquake. We tell him Goldor shattered the crystal, but this was just a crystal that Dorga had created to create gold. The earth crystal is still somewhere. Zande has sealed away the power of light and is trying to summon darkness. We are asked to stop him and Dorga lends us his power by joining the party. Whilst exploring Dorga's house, we learn about the circle cave that leads to the dark world. We also come across a small hole, so we lucky mal ourselves down and head inside. It turns out that this is how we get to the circle cave. That's pretty easy to find. You can't use the lucky mallets again, so I'm forced to fight through this place as a mini party. This absolutely sucks, but we finally make it through. Dorga says that he has something to do quickly because he hasn't got long left to live. Exactly what he's going to do isn't clear though. It turns out that he's enchanted the Nautilus so it can go underwater. He tells me to go to the Temple of Time, which is under the waves. He goes on to tell us that in the Temple of Time, we can find... Ba 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 ba! Noah's loot. Noah's loot can be used to waken Yoon and bring her back from the dream world. He is going to go and find the key to Eureka. He tells us that if we wake Yoon, she'll help us get the great ship. Then he warps us back outside to the world map. And now, with our task set, we make for the Temple of Time. My only clues for finding this place is to look for pincers and that it's underwater. So, I start searching for pincers on the world map. During my search, I do recall someone saying something about accessing the castle from the sea floor, so I try that first. Underwater, I find a little cave and float, if that's the correct terminology, but maybe a sail. Uh, anyway, I go into the cave and discover the catacombs. I bat my way through and find Odin waiting for me at the end. I beat him up, not that I can use him, and leave here. I find the pincers just to the south of the castle and the Temple of Time is just below the water surface. When inside, there are some locked doors which need magic keys. I return to the surface, and I try to find the floating continent again to buy some more. After a little bit of wandering around, I find the island, get some magic keys, and then return to the Temple of Time. The locked doors have various pieces of the diamond armor set. I honestly do not know why I bothered getting the keys. I'm strong enough to kill anything at level 72 now, and I'm never going to change from monks to anything different at this stage, but it's just a completionist in me trying to claw its way out. So I've started to run into behemoths, which is when you know you're coming to the end of a fun fantasy game. 
I get to the bottom of the temple and grab the loot. When we do, a sick click plays out and we leave the temple. It's just a short journey to the north and we get to Eun's cave. We play the loot for her and Eun wakes up. After Eun and her parrot do some wake up exercises, she introduces herself. It seems that Dorga has visited her and explained our situation. She then lays out the plan. We must get the great ship. This one can cross mountains. It's in the ancient ruins to the north. Then she joins us. As we try to leave, she stops us and hands over the fire fang. Apparently, this and the other thangs are the only things that can break the statues. What statues? Who knows? But we still need the earth one. And to get that, we need the great ship. It's just a short jaunt to the ancient ruins to the north. Eun gets rid of the adamantite blocking the way by striking it with the dream rock and making it disappear. Then we proceed. This area is just as easy as the others thanks to being way over leveled. I get excited because I find a black belt and I think it's new armour for my monks but I already have them equipped. We get to the bottom and board an airship. On this airship there's a few shops and some cool weapons and armours that I'll never use. There's a bed to rest in and an area to summon the fat chocobo. I grab the wheel and we take off. Once in the skies, Eun shows us the airship and its facilities. Then she tells us that we have to go find the Earth Fang and to meet her and Dorga back at Dorga's house. With the mission in hand, we set off and find the Earth Fang. I know exactly where I need to go because I flow past the mountains that I need to fly over so many times. Near my destination, I spot statues that Eden was talking about. When I try flying through, my airship spins and is sent backwards, so instead, I head east a little and fly to the mountains that I can cross. Now the airship can't actually fly over mountains, what it does is a little hop over mountain ranges that are no longer than two tiles. Another thing the airship does is when you get into a battle, it will fire its cannons hitting all the enemies at the start of the battle, which is nice and there's nothing I could do about this, so I've just got to accept it as it is. So I hop from space to space in a winding spiral pattern until I finally reach my destination, the Cave of Darkness. Plot of spooky stuff. Just inside the cave, a guy tells us that hitting the enemies here will split them in half, but luckily I pummel everything to death with my bare fist. A little further in, another guy hands over a samurai sword before blinking out of existence. Apparently, he lacked the experience to succeed. To be completely honest, this whole cave is a nightmare. I spent about 20 minutes wandering through the secret paths that loop back on themselves, but I do eventually get to the end. I'm glad that the enemies don't give me any hassle. I grab the earth fang and get ambushed by a boss. He goes down so fast I didn't manage to get his name, but I am level 78, so, you know. I'm disappointed that I'm not automatically walked back out of cave and I have to backtrack and I get lost again. Once out of cave, I hop back across the mountains. I return to the Nautilus and fly to Dorga's house. Upon entering, we hear Dorga's voice and he tells us that himself and Eun have prepared something for us. We are then warped to Dorga's cave. This seems like it's going to be a bit of a maze, but honestly, it's fine. 
When we reach final room, Dorga and Un are stood waiting for us. To complete the Eureka key, we have to defeat them both. Eureka houses some powerful weapons which are now needed. The power from the upcoming battle will be the energy used to claim these weapons. They're about to meet eight really powerful weapons, our fists. We beat them down and the party insists they don't want to fight but I am ready for this whole run to be over. They hand over two keys, the Eureka key and the Slick's Tower key. Then they blink out of existence. Time to start backtracking through the cave. After I get out, I get back onto the Nautilus and then I get lost trying to track down my other airship. When I find it, I hop on board and rest up. Now I fly towards statues. When I get there, I try passing through in my airship but get flung back. So I need to get off and walk through destroying the statues one set at a time. When that's done, I reboard my airship and fly towards our next destination. There's a mountain we need to hop over and then we arrive outside. I buy up some potions and jump off and enter the ancient labyrinth. I go straight forward into the first door I see. The earth crystal's here. Something tells me that it's going to bury me under the orders of Zande. This something is Titan and dies pretty quickly. The crystal asks us to rid the world of the cloud of darkness, then bestows upon us some new jobs. The crystal tells us that Slick's Tower... Silk's Tower? Silk's Tower was built by concentrating the power of light. Zande is in the tower trying to summon the dark cloud using the power of darkness. The new jobs we got are Warlock, Shaman and Summoner. It's a Shaman, I'm not going to be using these. I'm going to get through these last areas as quickly as possible. I'm not going to go out of my way for anything. I'm killing everything so quickly, I'm pretty sure that the final boss is just going to be far too easy. I get to the other side of the Ancient Labyrinth. I did pick up a Protect Ring, which I equipped to Atti. I save outside here and head into Slick's Tower. The first door I see leads to a room that has a magical door that goes to the land of Eureka. I'm not going to bother with that, is what I'd like to say, but my curiosity gets the better of me. At level 87, I walk through all the enemies down here, and can't help but grab every single weapon. I also pick up two new jobs, the ninja and the sage. When I finally get back to the entrance of Eureka, I'm level 91. Normally, you can beat this game in the 50s if you utilise your jobs properly. Anyways, I use the 60 to get into the second floor of the tower. I cannot pronounce slicks properly. To my surprise, Atti and Ark both died during a random battle. I'm not sure what happened, but I can only assume that the enemy had an insta-death spell. I get to what seems to be the final room. There are five dragon statues here, and interacting with them does nothing. There's also a mirror-like doorway in the same room. When we interact with the mirror-like doorway, we get trapped and inflicted with the demon dragon's curse, and have become the demon dragon's prey. The dragon statue's eyes all flash and we get frozen in place. And then Dorga appears. He tells us that the only thing that can break the dragon's curse are the five hearts of light and we have to endure until he can go and gather them. 
A scene plays where we see Dorga visit some people, the first being Princess Sara, the second is Sid, the third is Desh who is still alive, the fourth is Prince Alice and the fifth is one of the old men that helped us in the sewers. They will appear in the room with dragons and us and then tell us to go whilst they hold off the dragons. I suppose you could say that the real power of the friends we made along the way. Then we get teleported. We walk down a corridor and see a man stood in our way. Upon reaching him, we're launched into a battle with none other than Zandee. Zandee. When we kill him, he blinks out of existence, but says that it doesn't matter because the dark cloud will still envelop the world in darkness. Classic. Then the dark cloud speaks and tells us it's come to return everything to the void, reducing light and darkness to nothingness. Then it tells us it'll erase us and attacks. We all die. Then, everyone who Dorga collected enters the room. Dorga and Oon both appear too, and together they pick us up and dust us off. We are told to go to the Dark World and finish this off and save the world, so we head up and get taken there. This is yet another dungeon, and the Final Fantasy fatigue is really setting in. So here, there are four paths leading to four areas, because that is how paths work. In each area, there's a chest with a ribbon, a boss fight and a dark crystal. When you beat the boss and speak with the dark crystal, a warrior of darkness agrees to lend us their strength. I do this with all four paths and equip a ribbon to everyone. I think that you can face the final boss without doing this, but it makes it easier if you do. But I should probably look that up, but I'm not going to. In the last room, there are some pillars and it looks as if I'm floating in space. There's a vortex in front of us, I get everyone to chug an elixir and go for the final battle. When we approach, the four warriors of darkness appear and sacrifice themselves. This does reduce Dark Cloud's power and now we get to fight the final boss. I am so glad that I got to the final boss at level 99. It takes a few rounds for it to go down and it does take out two thirds of my health. After victory, we exit the Dark World and are greeted by all our friends. We all board the airship and we drop everyone back home. First the old man, the second Prince Alice who is actually the king now, then we drop Sid and Desh off and he suddenly remembers about the girl that he left here in Canaan. And finally Princess Sara who wants to spend some more time with us and asks to go back to Yore. The light from the crystal shine again, and we have saved the world. Yes, jolly good. Excellent. Good show. And that was it. Final Fantasy 3, Omenez, all done. You can do it with attack only. Uh, it's not too much fun with all the grinding at the start, but it's doable. If you wanted to get in contact with me, I've got all my details in the description below. Um, if you did want to give me a Twitter follow, that would be pretty cool. I do post a lot of rubbish up there. For example, today I put up a Twitter poll as to what game I should play next with Attack Only. Um, so far, it's got 19 votes and it's a tie between Final Fantasy 4 and Final Fantasy 10. The other two options being Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 13. So this is going to be interesting. 
so yeah give us a bit of a follow wherever you fancy it uh do the the stars and all that stuff i'm not quite sure what it does and thanks for listening bye bye